What if I told you that a man killed 37 innocent people and sent a letter to a newspaper revealing his name? Yet, 50 years later, his identity still remains unknown. Welcome to this edition of Serial Unsolved Ciphers, where we will examine the famed and sensationalized Zodiac Killer and the equally mysterious Zodiac Ciphers. The 1960s were a time full of many historic events. From the assassination of JFK, to the Vietnam War, to landing a man on the moon, it is a time that will never be forgotten. But perhaps the most intriguing story of them all is the Zodiac Killer, a serial killer whose motives remain unknown, as does his identity. The famed Zodiac Killer has been proven to have killed at least five innocent civilians, yet he claims nearly three dozen other deaths as his own. Operating in Northern California in the late 1960s, he became famous for his open taunting of police through letters that he sent to local newspapers, daring them to discover his true identity. Fifty years later, we are left with no more of an idea of who this man is than we did 50 years ago. The Zodiac Killer began his killing spree on December 20th, 1968, outside of Vallejo, California, when he killed two high school lovers, David Faraday and Betty Lou Jensen, who had traveled to a popular lover's lookout. The Zodiac approached the car and shot these two innocent teenagers whom he had never met in his life. This senseless killing gave police their first insight into the mind of the Zodiac Killer. He was someone who killed just for fun. On July 5, 1969, the Zodiac Killer struck again, killing Darlene Farron and her boyfriend, Mike McGough, who were sitting in a parked car at a similar location to the first victim. They were slowly approached by a man with a flashlight, who shot into their vehicle many times, killing Darlene but only wounding Mike. In the aftermath of the murder, a man called the Vallejo police and confessed to both murders, yet the police could not figure out who was on the other line. Even with a description of the killer by the wounded Mike McGough, the police were still no closer to discovering who this man was. Following these murders, the Zodiac Killer became confident. So confident, in fact, that he began to taunt the police. On August 1st, 1969, the San Francisco Chronicle, San Francisco Examiner, and Vallejo Times Herald each received an identical letter in an envelope with no return address. The letters contained gruesome details from the previous murders that only the killer himself could have known, allowing for the sender to prove himself as the true Zodiac Killer. He threatened future attacks 
if the letters weren't printed on the front page of the papers. Furthermore, each letter contained one part of a three-piece cipher. And since this is serial unsolved ciphers, we will now explore how this cipher worked. This three-part cipher is commonly referred to as the Z408 cipher because it contains 408 symbols in the message when all parts are combined. Shortly after publication, as the FBI and others struggled to decipher it, two school teachers named Donald and Betty Hardin successfully deciphered the code. The Z408 cipher consisted of random symbols created by the Zodiac that could be deciphered to reveal a message in English. Although this cipher was difficult to break, it was not as complex as it initially appeared. In a basic simple substitution cipher, each ciphertext letter corresponds to a plain text letter. For instance, the symbol star in the ciphertext would be translated to A in English. However, this was a homophonic simple substitution cipher. In a homophonic substitution cipher, more than one ciphertext can correspond to a plain text letter. For instance, the symbols star, at, and exclamation point can all correspond to the letter A in the plain text. While this appears to be incredibly complex, in reality the cipher is far easier to solve than any cryptanalyst expected. Donald Harding describes how he was able to solve the cipher as the following. My wife Betty and I started by looking for patterns in the cipher that could provide a kickstart to our attempt to solve it. We quickly came to discover that some symbols appeared more frequently than other ones, and more specifically, we realized that there were many double symbols. In cryptanalysis, a popular and effective tool used is frequency analysis, which utilizes the fact that certain letters appear more frequently than others to decode messages. For instance, the letter E appears 12.7% of the time, whereas the letter K only appears 0.7% of the time. Similarly, the frequency of letters doubling or appearing back to back can also be applied to frequency analysis. In English, the letter L doubles much more frequently than any other letter. To understand this, think of a word that has a double L. There are many. Will, frill, pill, still? Now think of one with a double J. Not so easy, right? So by hypothesizing that the frequently appearing double symbols stood for the letter L, we had our first breakthrough in the code. Since we were dealing with a serial killer, we thought that a four-letter word ending in two L's could reasonably stand for kill. This word became our crypt, a cryptographic term for a decoded phrase that can be plugged into the cipher to solve other phrases and in turn, the entire cipher. With this one word as guide, we were to decipher the horrific message of the Zodiac Killer. I like killing people because it is so much fun. It is more fun than killing wild game in the forest because man is the most dangerous animal of all. To kill something gives me the most thrilling experience. It's even better than getting your rocks off with a girl. The best part of it is that when I die, I will be reborn in paradise, and all who I have killed will become my slaves. 
I will not call you by name because you will try to slow down or stop my collection of slaves from my afterlife. Due to his intentional misspellings of words. In doing this, he was able to hinder the frequency analysis used by Donald and Betty, making their work harder than it would be with correct spellings. However, the Zodiac Killer also made some mistakes in his enciphering, using the wrong symbol several times by accident. Although he was a deranged creature, this shows the Zodiac Killer was indeed human. The most intriguing part of the Z408 cipher is that there are 18 characters at the end of it that are still not deciphered. Many hypothesize that these characters could actually hold the secret to the identity of the Zodiac Killer, while others think they are simply filler, used to make all three parts of the cipher an even length. Regardless, it offers a glimpse of hope that one day a clue might be revealed that could lead us to the identity of the Zodiac. In addition to the solved Z408 cipher, exists another unsolved cipher, the Z340 cipher. As you can probably guess, the name comes from this cipher containing 340 symbols. While there have been countless attempts to solve this cipher, no one has come close to breaking it. In 2011, Corey Starlifer claimed he had found a solution to the cipher, yet the FBI quickly determined that this was not a suitable solution. Starlaker claimed it to be a transposition cipher, or a cipher where the order of the letters is mixed up. However, without actually having a key to the transposition, there are 340 factorial ways to rearrange 340 symbols. That is an inconceivably large number. Starlaker utilized his prior knowledge of the Zodiac Killer to craft a solution according to what he already knew. Therefore, his solution was completely fake, confirmed by people such as Dan Olson of the FBI, who said, We haven't seen any recent solutions or ideas that have generated a second look as of yet. Amateur and professional cryptologists have tried deciphering the text through nearly every method possible, but to no avail. Dan Olson says that some lines can hold meaning while others are completely filler making it very hard for crypt analysts to determine what is real or what is fake in the message. One popular technique thought to work was quadrant analysis, or splitting the cipher into four parts and attempting to decode from there. However, this was just another dead end. Other theories included a visioneer cipher, which uses multiple alphabets based on a keyword to create a cipher, although this attempt failed too. Simply put, no method has come close to solving the second cipher. This begs the question, is this a legitimate cipher, or is it simply a ploy for the Zodiac Killer to distract investigators while he continued his killings? While no one can possibly know for sure, anyone working on cracking the cipher must understand that all their hard work could simply be a waste of time. While there are many suspects in the case, we are going to explore the two with the most evidence against them, Lawrence Kane and Arthur Lee Allen. 
Lawrence Kane is a suspect based on circumstantial evidence surrounding the disappearance of Donna Lass, the kidnapping of Kathleen Jones, his mental instability, and his handwriting. In the disappearance, he is a prime suspect because he worked in the same building as Donna Lass. However, there is no way to prove that Kane was actually the one who killed her. In the kidnapping of Kathleen Jones, she was able to escape and then identified Kane from a lineup as the kidnapper. Furthermore, handwriting experts found close ties between his handwriting and that of the Zodiac Killer. Finally, an explanation for the crazy behavior could come from Kane suffering severe brain damage in a car crash, which led to him being unable to control his desires. However, there is no DNA or concrete evidence that can implicate Kane as the Zodiac Killer. Arthur Lee Allen is another suspect with a lot of circumstantial evidence implicating him, but no concrete evidence. Allen often talked about his desire to kill random couples with a friend, and made other instigatory comments such as calling police pigs. He even wore a watch with the famed Zodiac symbol on it, causing many to believe that he is indeed the killer. However, handwriting analysis showed he did not have the same handwriting as the Zodiac and his face is not resemblant of the best sketch of the Zodiac. This leaves us without any real idea of who the killer truly is. One of the most fascinating aspects of the Zodiac Killer mystery is its popularity in society today, even though we are 50 years removed from the time of the murders. The intrigue is most likely due to the sheer amazingness of the story. A man killed somewhere between 5 and 35 people and then proceeded to taunt police through letters he wrote to newspapers. He even went as far as to send a message with his name in it. Yet 50 years later, we still have almost no idea who it was. In today's world, it would be impossible for anyone to carry out that many attacks and on top of that, send letters to police. But that is indeed what happened just a mere 50 years ago. This provides conspiracy theorists a great opportunity to name outrageous suspects as a Zodiac Killer, such as Senator Ted Cruz, creating viral stories that circulate around the entire internet. As a result, the story of the Zodiac Killer is one that will continue to live on and remain popular until the mystery is solved. So what do we know? The Zodiac Killer's identity will remain undetermined until the cipher can be solved. But hopefully, with the continuously increasing power of computers, someone may develop a program to help solve what the cipher text says. Maybe it will be one of you in the audience. But until then, the Zodiac Killer remains a mystery. Thank you to Shalin and Ryan for their help as voice actors on the show. They are both classmates of mine, and I appreciate them taking time out of their busy schedules to be featured on the podcast. Thank you also to Dr. Bruff, who has provided a great foundation for me to explore more about cryptography and even create this podcast. Please join us again next week 
as we discuss another unsolved cipher mystery, the Beale ciphers. Are there really three ciphers that lead to $43 million worth of buried treasure? Join us next week on Serial Unsolved Ciphers to find out.